Yo, yo, yo. How we all doing? We've got a few people on. We're live here on TikTok, Instagram. It feels great to be here. It's a first for us today. This is the first time we've ever gone live. So if we screw anything up, you're going to see it. No editing here. But um, we've done 60 of these podcasts, so I'm hoping we don't. <laughs> Hello to everyone. Yo to Blake Stack. How are we doing? How is everybody? Alex. See you, Alex. Brock. Brock. Everybody. We're live on TikTok, Instagram. We, tr- we tried to go live on LinkedIn, but we didn't know how. I made an event for it. I butchered it. If anyone knows, throw that in the, throw that in the comments. Or DM us. Mm. I don't think a lot of you guys are on LinkedIn. That's okay. LinkedIn, it's a bit businessy. We can talk about that another time. We're going to dive straight into it, guys. So Jack and I have been traveling the world, predominantly Asia. We've been in China and Vietnam the last few weeks. We just got back last week. We haven't spoke so much about it publicly, mm. about our experience there, but a hell of a lot went down. I want to tell you guys what China was like. It was absolutely crazy. Jack, before I do that, how was your time overseas? Awesome, Jess. Yeah, we, we had a great time. There was four of us over there, so took the team over and uh it was pretty much all our first experience in china so uh yeah pretty pretty amazing i guess just you know for us to be you know overseas again this early on our journey and and meet everyone and and uh see everyone that makes our clothes and the factories where it's all made and uh that was really special for us yeah china's pretty crazy guys like i I don't know how to put it any other way it's it was getting in there so we caught a bullet train into the middle of china and I reckon we went through about five x-rays. <laughs> they were checking everything like five times over. It was one of the craziest things. We eventually got there and we realized that all social media is blocked. Gmail's blocked. YouTube's blocked. Google's blocked. You can't go on your phone no. when you're in China. No, they, they definitely didn't make it easy for us to get around. We Thank God we, we knew a lot of people there. We had some good connections and relationships. Uh, and that was why we were going over. So without them... Um, we would have been pretty fucking screwed. Absolutely. And guys, for those of you that are asking questions in the in the comments there, we are going to pick our favorite questions at the end. And the best question, the one we enjoy the most, the one we enjoy answering the most is going to get a free hoodie. It's a gray hoodie um, for those that are wondering. So just keep firing away your questions there in the comments section. We've got Digby, our videographer. Do you want to get in the live quickly? Dig, show your face. He doesn't <laughs> want to show his face, but we will show the hoodie. The hoodie is real. This will ship out tomorrow. I do have to iron it, um, but that will go out. That is all real. So if you keep firing away your questions, we will get to those. But back to China. So, Jack, I think we got to set the scene for people with the the level of censorship. So you can't even use a Western credit card in China. Yeah, yeah, pretty much we got there. We, we thought we'd be sweet um, from what we'd heard and got there and we basically couldn't pay for, for anything, um, which was the, the, actually the first night, a good story for you guys. First night we were there trying to buy dinner and our visas, none of our cards will go through. So Jesse and I had to walk with one of the um, one of the the workers from the restaurant down. I think we walked about ten blocks to try and find an ATM. You, you got to set the scene. So we we bought this like we bought this t- team of ours a dinner. It was about four of us. The bill was like a hundred dollars, and we're like, cool. We'll just get the bill with our credit card. And we walked up, and they're like, oh yeah, if you don't have like WeChat Pay or Ali Pay, which is the two Chinese payments, you can't pay for the bill. And we had no cash and we're like, what the hell? And we don't speak Cantonese or Mandarin. So there's a massive language barrier. And we're like, what the fuck is going on right now? Like it was a catastrophe. We kind of thought we're going to get away with this $100 bill. And then they kind of were like, you're coming with us to the ATM. 
So continue on. <laughs> I can you. I can you. Uh, uh, I'll keep. I'll keep going. <laughs> so I remember this like it was yesterday because it was like a week ago. So the woman's like pretty much grabbing our hands, like follow me. We're going down to this ATM. So we find after like a kilometer walk with her, this woman in her restaurant outfit, we walk to the ATM and it declines. <laughs> so it's not working. And we're like, what the hell are we going to do? Mm. Long story short, we did, we phoned, we, we managed- We phoned our supplier and we, we, our supplier paid for it. We called the clothing factory somehow and they legit paid for the bill. So that's, that's, that's a good clothing factory. Yeah. But yeah, to, to, to go deeper on the censorship, um, that's one of the things. So everyone- has to pay on an app. It's called WeChat or Alipay. So everything's through the phone. It's all QR codes. There's no cash. There's no cards running around. Um, you can't go for a drive on the streets without getting flashed by a camera. Like every road has um, a series of, of cameras at intersections, which was pretty pretty nuts um, to I think they're watching that many people. Yeah, I really want to paint that scene for everybody. So think of every single traffic light you've ever seen in your life and then add 10 cameras to the traffic light mm. And then they're flashing every single car the entire drive. So, <laughs> Dig's moving around a few cameras here. So, our our face was completely like there was a moment there. I don't say this lightly. A few technical difficulties. It was bound to happen. Um, I, I I kid you not. I was. I'm not epileptic, but like if you were ep- epileptic, epileptic. I know where you're going. Epileptic. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm going to say you would have you would have a fit. The cat, the flashes. Yeah, yeah were, it was pretty intense. The flashes was, were going yeah. off that regularly. Yeah, it was intense. Anyway, anyway, yeah. it's hard to like maybe YouTube it or something. It was probably crazy. Mm. But yeah, why were we in China? So this is this is a question we've been getting a lot. You know, lots of people who who know our journey, who know color plane, know that we've been making our garments in Vietnam up until this point. And so yeah, why were we in China? Essentially, you know. With us at Colorplane, we want to be doing our due diligence to find the best factories in the world and always be open-minded to what's out there and and different possibilities and um, different factories providing different things. And so when we first did our research for factories back in 2021, it was still during COVID. We couldn't get to China. Uh, Vietnam was high on our list, so we went to Vietnam. But as soon as China opened up, opened back up, we had it, you know, that, that's a priority. We got to get there, go see it. Um, it's the Mecca for manufacturing for a reason. So China's crazy. Like mm. it being from Australia, we have like one city, one big city per state. So, you know, we're in Melbourne and you see this big Melbourne, like, you know, sky rises, but in China, the, in the whole of China yeah. is sky rises for as far as your eye can see. It's, it's the most mind blowing country. Yeah, I'm still a bit mind blown as you can. <laughs> so, so um, essentially, we were visiting a few factories, um, manufacturers, who we are lucky enough to have c- connections with, have relationships with, which is um, a big, a big uh, part of what we do. And and you know that's part of the trust that you put in us is we we want to make sure that that trust um, you know is is valid. And and so our manufacturers, they're all great quality. Uh, manufacturers who we, we've done a lot of research with. Uh, we know people who have known them for 10, 15 years. So that was huge for us. And yeah, so we were just getting over there just to see what they could offer and uh, essentially open us up um, from a manufacturing point of view, uh, moving forward to, to help with a few things to, I guess, open our product range and bring in more colors and different products for, for you guys, our customers. Long story short, I, we're, we've always made our things in Vietnam, all our clothing. And um, for it, 
Vietnam is amazing. It's a great mm. place to be for all those that have been there. They know what I'm talking about. The clothing standards are incredible. This factory has 10,000 staff. It's it's one of the biggest factories it's in massive, the world. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. It's, it's legitimately humongous. But because they're so big, they expect big things from us. And because we are a young company, it is hard to meet those minimums, especially when we're trying to branch out into new products, into new colors. You know, it's a lot harder to sell red and green garments as opposed to black and white. It's, it's simple as that. So we have been looking to get a bit more flexible with our manufacturing and China has been there for a while and mm. we've had to do our research and hence why we went over. But we're, we're pretty uh, excited to make the announcement, guys. We haven't said it anywhere, but we are going to be moving manufacturing to China the next 12 months we think that's definitely the right place to be for us for now to really broaden out what we can deliver and what we can offer you guys as you know we have very little garments on our website because it's hard right now as a small business it's hard to buy up shitloads of garments when you are young and you're still learning the game so going to china gives us a lot more flexibility as i said we're very excited Jack, let's dive into a few of the new garments and the new colors that customers and just anyone can potentially look for. Yeah, so in the works, guys, we obviously the, the hoodie and the t-shirt for us right now are the, the two staples that, that we've started color playing with. And now we're looking at bringing in different products like crewnecks, tracksuit pants, zip-up hoodies, hats, socks, you name it. There's probably eight or ten products that have been in the works for quite some time now. So... That's yeah. That China helps with all of that. Helps bring that to life. So, um, yeah, we're 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 really looking forward to bringing in some more products for you guys. We know you guys have been craving um, some some different things, and and also with with color as well. So we we've obviously had a pretty slim color range so far, but we're going to open that right up at wholesale moving forward. We're going to have at least six to eight colors kind of always on hand for you guys, and then bringing in uh, different different colors uh, as we see fit. So. Yeah, pretty exciting, um, not just for us, but also for you guys and, and the, the possibilities there with what you guys can do with our products. Yeah, man, we, we thank you guys for being so patient, you know, in this process. We're trying to deliver as, as best we can on colors and new garments, but it, it does take a little bit of, you know, there is some moving parts being a retail business and a wholesale business, but there is some exciting things ahead. Just recently, we had a call with a one of the larger uh, event, entertainment companies, entertainment event companies, event companies yeah. in Australia. They have done the merchandise for com- uh, for artists such as Tyler the Creator. Yeah, so Just big, big, big artists. Yeah, big names, and they have put a few of our samples in their showroom that we're in the process of doing so. So, I don't know. Who knows what could happen? I, I hope good things, but um, it's that's what this business is. It, it's certainly a lot of small steps that we mm. hope play out. You know, maybe in the summer when artists come out here. You could just see a few color plain tees or hoodies, mm. crew neck zip ups. I don't know, puffer jackets. Who knows what it might be? But mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's a, a really big step in the right direction. One hundred percent. Yeah, looking forward to seeing how that pans out. We also went to Sydney uh, a week before we headed to China, which was awesome. We had an amazing time in Sydney. We we sat down with some amazing guests who we had on the podcast and we did about five episodes in three days or so. it was pretty jam-packed and shout um, out to louis brown i saw he just joined the chat we uh did he he's there at, he yeah i saw him in there louis how are you brother your episode has just dropped um on our spotify on youtube so guys mm-hmm. get on there right now it's mm-hmm. an incredible episode louis doing awesome things we'll get back to podcasts in just a sec <laughs> sydney um oh yeah that's what i was gonna say 
Yeah, so when we were in Sydney, we, we sat down with a lot of uh, customers, uh, people that have been on the journey so far. Screen printers was, was a big point of emphasis for us. So we, we visited some, some really, really good screen printers in Sydney who we feel really align with us and, and what we're about at Colourplane. And so we're, we're looking forward to, to stock at a select few screen printers, not just in Sydney, but also in Melbourne and around the country pretty soon. Um, so that's something we've been working towards for a while. So once we have those locked in, we'll be able to, um, you know, shoot through all the info of like where we're stocked. And so if, if you can't get stuck on the website, um, then you can, you can jump to a local screen printer. Uh, who we trust and have relationships with. And so you'll be looked after there. Yeah, Sydney was awesome like that. And it was cool to see, you know, these screen printers touch and feel clothes every single day. They're the connoisseurs of clothing. So for them to embrace our garments the way they did was was really exciting. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we'll be stocked very soon in Sydney and in, and in Melbourne in some select screen printers, ones yep. that align with us and that work with the small businesses that we like to see, you know, as we always say, ones that think long-term, um, yep. yeah, that's probably the best way to put it. Yep. Podcast. Yeah. So, I mean, back to it, we had Janine's episode. I think anyone that's listened to that, Timmy from Bay Juice, I see you've joined in <laughs> speaking a great podcast. If you haven't listened to Tim's get on there as well, but back to Janine, she was unbelievable for Christ's sake. She gets paid to talk for a living. So, you know, there wasn't a dull moment with her. She knew a few of our secrets as well. We, we are <laughs> friends of the family and there was a, a bit of humor getting thrown around there, so I, I do highly recommend that podcast. They're all they've all been bangers lately. Itch Pig was awesome. Yep, absolutely great. The guys were, yeah. They've been they've been doing this shit for thirteen years, so you know there's a lot to learn there. Yeah, I think very surreal for Jesse and I to to travel with the podcast and and get to Sydney and have a bunch of amazing guests that actually want to come on and and speak to us was a pretty amazing moment and I guess milestone for us. You know, having put in so much work these first six months uh, building it up and here in Melbourne. So really uh, appreciative of everyone that, that uh, jumped on. And uh, yeah, we can't wait for some of those episodes. Some of those episodes have come out and some will be coming out uh, pretty soon. So keep Guys, your eyes peeled. It's it's time to go through a few of the comments. Um, Hugh, thanks for having me to get my hair cut. Uh, we're all thinking it. Dick, do you have any question? Beautiful. We're in the questions section. Uh, there is a bunch of questions. We'll start with Charlie. Funny. Chuck that one back up. Cool. Cool, cool. We do have a spare phone for questions. We are semi-organized, semi-not organized too, as you can tell. Um, do you need this phone, Dick? Cool. Let's, let's you do need it? No, no. We're going to read this. All right, cool. All right. Let's get into it. So Charlie said, this is a big question, so stay with us. What do you find most difficult about working in a partnership? Let's just, let's just go with that part of the question. Yeah, yeah. Well, guys, Jack and I live together. Uh, that's no secret. Um, it can be tough. It can be tough. I think, uh, you know, we talk business kind of 24-7. That, that doesn't get easy. There's been moments like Jack's cooking. You know, he's like flipping the chicken in, and it's like oil in the pan. And I'm going up to him with a new idea and he's had to be like, look, man, like I'm cooking the fucking chicken in the pan. <laughs> Can't you see that? I just want to switch off. I want to switch off. There's music playing. There's incense burning. There's candles going. I'm trying to chill out. You need to chill out. So that happens, man. That happens. But look, overall, I think, you know, we, we do really well. Yeah. You know, I don't know two people that live together, that have run together forever, that eat together, that yeah. we do a lot of shit I'll together. I'll like honest and uh, timely communication. Like you got to let each other know where you're at at, at all times. Um, yeah. So yeah, have, have hard conversations and that'll help. 
I'll answer the rest of your question there, Charlie. It's good. I'm, I'm liking this question. This is in the lead for winning the hoodie, by the way, so far. How, how do you keep each other accountable without being too harsh and tainting your friendship? That's a really well thought out question. question. Look, it's a it's a day by day thing, you know. Like, I think, yeah, we, I think we knew going into this relationship, into this full on partnership where we work every single day together, we travel the world together. We knew we were going to have to respect each other. I think when Jack calls things out to me and I do vice versa, often we we have this, probably our greatest strength as a friendship is we're able to see each other's points of views very quickly. Mm. There's no like resistance to each other. I think we respect each other's thought processes and don't get me wrong, we don't always agree on all those points, but there's a lot, there's always respect no matter what. Yeah. And that I think that's probably the best place to leave that. Yeah. Um, we've got Aiden's question here. What do you lads think the most important skills and assets to have going into a business venture or even life? Very philosophical, Aiden. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, fuck. Important assets or skill set? I mean, I th- honestly, communication's so fucking high up on that list. Um, if you can communicate at a high level with uh, a various group of people, I think that goes so far in uh, having success in, in business and, and in life. Facts. Um, Jesse and I do it to each other every day. We do it to customers. You do it on social media. It's it's kind of everywhere today. So I would say, yeah, invest in that. Invest in your uh, conversational abilities. And um, I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, like when you join a small business, I believe the stats 80% of small businesses fail. So odds are stacked against you straight away, right? So things are going to get tough no matter what. It's, it happens to every small business or any business in general. So I think it's like be persistent. Know that you're in the battle. Know that things are going to get hard before they get good. Like for Jack and I, it's taken us 15 months to get to China and we've always wanted to check it out, but mm. it didn't happen with the click of a finger. It was lots of small steps every single day. And I think not to get pessimistic, look at it optimistically as well get around yourself for the little wins because those are what are building your brand and your your movement to a great thing let's uh jump into a next question from uh good sense collective nice brand name how did you come up with your brand name <laughs> there, there, there you go, go. <laughs> <laughs> shit you can see how jack and i are in tune um <clears throat> i think we just tried to find something that uh like made sense with what we were doing as well as being simple um uh, yeah, I suppose color plain, you know, color is a big part of what we do uh, at color plain with, through our garments. And then plain, plain um, is an aeroplane and that kind of links to plain clothing. Um, so a little play on words there. Two words, it's simple. Um, the logo is simple. I think, I, think I think simplicity goes a long way. Yeah, it's a funny one. I've never said this publicly. I've certainly said it to a few friends lately, but... I've had a million people like in public just be like, oh, what's the, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I run a business. That what's it called? And I say them, I say to them the name Color Plain, and they always go, what? Like, what's that? Like, what can you repeat that? So, when you write down these two words, I think it's very simple. I think mm. color and plain are two words you learn as a very young person, and you can read it perfectly. But saying it, it doesn't flow off the tongue that well. She <laughs> <Actually> does. <laughs> I, I have to be honest. Maybe we change it. <laughs> we, yeah. All right, we're here to change the name. No, no, but guys, if you have a better brand name, please DM us. Um, it, I love the brand name. It just yeah, doesn't yeah. flow off the tongue, man. Yeah, it doesn't. It's, I it's know. painful. Um, I, anyway, we'll come back to that one day. But good sense, you've asked another question here. How long did it take you guys to choose a manufacturer and get your first so order in? Yeah. A long time. A long, long time. A long time. Probably like three to six months. Yeah, maybe, maybe longer. longer. Yeah. A long, long time. 
so that's the, the those are some of the questions we've had a few more come through love a store love what you're doing brother keep going will you be boys will you boys be diving into caps wide range of blank products socks beanies soon yeah yeah soon some of those products are in the works at the moment uh, i'd say you know if not late this year probably early next year yeah so we're, we're actually gonna this is a good plug we're actually gonna be opening up a showroom here in melbourne where we're going to stock uh all of our sample range that is going to be going forward with uh wholesale so a new offering at wholesale uh we're going to have garments in a showroom it's going to be appointment only so you can schedule uh to come by see everything and um yeah we will have garments like beanies hats socks trackies you name it so pretty excited about that massive yeah it'll be appointment only that'll come probably in the next one to two months yeah lease has been signed so that is all going ahead we're stoked for that to get hands on with these products i think it's really important um in terms of final questions i mean luke stone you love us, by the way, because we gave you 50 free hoodies. <laughs> Fuck. That was a tough one, but I'm, I'm glad you got them. Uh, can you please shout me out and love the plain jumpers? Darcy D, why not? I'll shout you out. But guys, that free hoodie, I think, has to... Who wins it? I think it's a no-brainer. I think it's Charlie Griffin's question. Yeah. But James Stuff has just sent in a last-minute question that I'm going to read. So hold your horses. James, you've got a chance here. What should you do if you're in a business with your friend but you are putting in a lot more work than them or oh, this is this is a heavy question but they still want 50 50 profit man we could do a whole potty episode on that james i hope your business partner is not in the group chat <laughs> um this is why we this is why we uh say to get a shareholders agreement written up as one of the first things we uh recommend when starting a brand it, it might not seem like a, a very pressing uh matter when you first start a brand and you're young and you're with a friend but believe believe us it's it's one of the most important and something we definitely prioritize at the start of our partnership so uh shareholders agreement look it up if you don't know what it is uh it's pretty simple but uh do that please and that'll hopefully solve your problem and last question here from Mark, which Jack, you bumped into Alex, him. yeah. Alex? Fuck. Yep. Right. His name's Markovich. It must be his last name. Must be his surname. Yeah. But you bumped into him in public the other day? I did, yeah. Bumped into him at uh, DFO. <laughs> you, <laughs> said, you said he was a great man? He's a great man. Amazing man. Yeah, him and his uh, girlfriend love what we do. Big fans. And uh, yeah, they're amazing people. So much so, you sent him a few free garments, I saw. We did. Yeah, I did. Took a leaf out of Jesse Toniolo's book. And, uh, <laughs> Send them around. <laughs> Keep everyone happy. Um, here's the question for you that Alex has written to us. How have you boys grown personally since opening Colorplane, especially with constantly being around each other? Um, far out. It's I mean, partnership type I might. Uh, this could be a real wholesome way to conclude. I'm going to answer this for Jack and he can answer for me, um, which is a tough one. I'll, I'll try to start in terms of my personal you, growth. All right, all right. You go first and then I'll... Ah, I'll go first. I might need like eight seconds to think. Um, <laughs> Wait, so you're answering it for me? Yeah. Okay. How, what I've seen. What I've okay, seen for okay, you. Okay. Um, I think with Jack, like, you know, for me going into this, I've, I probably said this earlier, but going a bit deeper, is I just saw someone that was like unwavering in what they are about. And so much so, in fact, let's just, Jack might not want me to say this, but it's pretty funny. So I think <laughs> hopefully he keeps laughing like he is now. Shit. The other day, Jack sat me down and he just goes, Jesse, we're talking about, you know, w w you know, really personal conversations. Like, would we sell the business, this and that, for what amount? Jack pretty much said to me, I would not sell this business for any amount. 
And I said, like, what about like $100 million? And he looked at me. He's like, I would not sell this business for any amount. So we're talking about someone who's unwavering in what they believe in. And it's 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 massive. You know, when you have someone like that in your corner that is so motivated and determined every single day to chase it. Um, yeah. So I don't know if I've seen Jack, you know, I'm not saying he's grown from zero to 100. If anything, he's just kind of like proven more and more of what I thought he was. So thanks, Jess. Um, I'd say for Jesse... Wow, it's hard because we see each other so often. So it's it's like yeah. But I would say for Jesse, um, a big area of growth is probably in him um, being being maybe more independent and like coming into his own and knowing who he is and what he's about a lot more. I think he's done a lot of work on himself uh, the last twelve months. Um, he's gone through a lot uh, outside of the business as well, and he's you know just the way he's he's taken that stuff on his shoulders has been incredible to see. So. I think um, his ability to, to keep on keeping on and, and being the rock for others um, has been incredible. And to kind of lead a team, you know, he's he's uh, been working really closely with, with Digby the whole time and um, seeing him, you know, those two work together and uh, Jesse kind of lead that ship has been, uh, yeah, pretty amazing. Man, what a, what a great way to finish it up. Charlie and Jack, thank you very much. That was very kind of you. Charlie. Charlie's got the free hoodie. You've won the free hoodie, mate. Well done. D- DM us. We'll get that out to you. I hope you're a large grey because that's the size. I didn't want to tell you on the size <laughs> right till the end just in case. But it is a large and hopefully, Charlie, you'll you be in the gym filling it out. All good, guys. First live we've ever done. Um, yeah, if you want us to do it again, let us know. <laughs> Maybe you don't. Maybe you, you're not getting that 20 minutes of your life back. That's tough as well, but that's life. Guys, thanks so much for joining in. Truly, we had a good time. We hope you did. Thank you, guys. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye.